listen to my favorite talk show, the weekly show with Aditya. This is episode 470 on the 17th of January 2022. Just five episodes remain as we head towards a major milestone, but we shall discuss that later. Let's get to discussing something even more interesting. As everyone knows, once India lost the tournament against South Africa, accusations began to fly in from the filthiest corners of the world, that is, the pseudo-experts. And every possible pseudo-expert kept on saying, this is the weakest South African team, inexperienced South African team. This was a golden chance to beat them. You never know what may happen four years later. That is what interests me or intrigues me. What does the term weak mean? Who decides which team is weak? Just because a few players had retired and we had a fresh bunch that they suddenly become a weak team? Who decides that? And what rights do these pseudo-experts have to say that this was a weak team? They have no right to say this. And then Speculation after speculation kept on coming that maybe four years later, the current lot of the team may not be there. You may not see certain players there because they are in their 30s. I may want to give some examples of players who are still playing in their 40s, but those examples may not sit well because of their perceived obsession with certain players and then the age factor coming in. And with Certain events happening over the last four years, the question of the transition has come into play. Transition the players, phase out the oldies, draft in the younger lot. I think this is a superficial assessment that what defines the oldies. You are 34, you're not technically old. But in sports, you reach around that age and you're in that zone where your body tires out. It's not as flexible it gets a little lazy. I don't know what that means. But that's what the concern is that the 3, 4, 5 were not able to contribute in the manner we want them to contribute. What defines that? We are so obsessed with averages. If you don't average 50, 
you're not good enough. If you don't hit hundreds, if you have a prolonged period of hundred vacuum, you're not good enough. The toughest phase of batting for certain players. I think this is just speculation coming from people who may not even stepped into a sports field. So what? So their assessment is basically has no meaning. They're just there to say it because they want to fill the pages and want to fill airtime. So I don't think if a player doesn't make a hundred, it is a burst batting phase. Or if a player doesn't pick up five wickets, it's not a good bowling phase. That's speculation. And of course, the batting collapses. Well, the Ashes tournament ended yesterday, and England collapsed, which was surprising. But it doesn't mean that they're a weak team. It means that the other team had a smidgen of luck, and they won the tournament. 4-0. And then, of course, another speculation is that with fines, overrate, not being adhered to, and points being deducted due to overrate transgressions, we'll discuss the overrate transgressions in the next episode. But once you lose points despite winning the match, then your chances of reaching the finals of season two of the Test World Cup diminish. I think that's nothing more than pure speculation. It's just that, yes, overrate is such a vast field to be discussed. It's not as if overrates were not a concern a few years ago. But then the very people who were in that commentary box they themselves may have transgressed over rates, but they never admitted it. And now over rates have become such an important thing because every time you see 24, 25, 26 overs being bowled in a session for whatever reasons, they're not enough. And then the over rate is shown by the broadcaster 12, 12 and a half, 13 and a half. It doesn't seem as concern at is as it should be. A lot of things should be taken into account before deducting points. But that's the thing. We are so adept at giving punishment. We will never give extra points for the fact that the team had a higher overrate than possible. Nobody sees that. People only see the negative. Overrates were poor for whatever reasons match ended early. Rains are becoming an important factor. They may then bring in the climate change. See, climate change comes into everything. But we'll discuss this later. Let's discuss the other thing. That the 50-over tournament begins from Wednesday. And the team has been selected. Let's look at how the team stands. So as always, a few players are not there. And then there's a new captain and a new vice captain. Though captaincy is a superficial position, who the captain is is hardly relevant. And then there are a, there are a few new players, a few known factors, and it's an interesting team of youth experience and youth and experience. So yes, that's the way it is. This is the team. Of course, one can question why certain players are part of the team. Well, that's something we always question. Why certain players are part of the team? 
why X is not there, why Y is there. And I'm going to exactly question why a certain X player is there when we are looking forward, when the policy is youth oriented, and then we add a certain player in the team. Why have we added Shikhar Dhawan to the team, knowing that he is 37, not exactly going by the policy of the governing body that we are looking at future. You could have added a relatively younger player to the team if you're looking at youth-oriented policies. But then this is contradictory to what the team wants. On one hand, we want to phase out some older players in one format. On the other hand, we bring back someone who was gone for six months due to injuries or whatever reasons because they don't have anyone to fill in. And, and then, of course, the whole Pandya situation that why is he not there? Why is he not part of the plans? I still think he is an important part of the plans. It says that the vanilla selectors don't know whom to pick because they are a confused lot. They have no experience in picking up players. This is an experiment for them. And then it's so it's so easy to be at the top of the table and say, I'll pick you, I'll drop you. You won't have an advocate to defend you. And that's the way it works. So I think the vanilla selectors are sending a mixed message. So what would be my team for Wednesday's game? It would definitely not be an easy team selection. Of course, a few players will have to be drafted in. Others may not find place. It will be always difficult out of the 15, 20 players to select the best 11. But my team for the first match would include Rahul. I would not go with Dhawan. I would go with Gaikwad as the opener. It would be a gamble. But let's go with him. Kohli might retain his place. Then there would be Ayer. And then a wicket-keeping slot between Pant or Kishan. Maybe give Pant a break. And then slot in Kishan. Then Surikumar Yadav and Venkatesh Ayer in the middle order. Or even gamble with someone like Shadul Thakur in the middle order. Why not? When we are looking at all-rounders, we don't have too many all-rounders and why don't we do this? That's the best thing to do in this particular situation. But before that, before I discuss the, the team further, let's take a short break. back to the team. Of course, it's never easy to select a team. There's a new captain 
10 points are at stake. And then a few players will be there. A few players will not be there. So for me, who would be the all-rounders? Of course, there would be a slot to be filled in between Venkatesh Ayer and Shadul Thakur. And then I would always have Bhubaneshwar Kumar in the team. Though I always wanted him to be in the test team. But that's the way the selectors think. And that's on them. It's fine. And then a choice between Siraj and Deepak Chahar. Moving on to the team, of course, a choice between Ayer and Thakur. Bhuvneshwar Kumar is there on his own credentials. Then a choice between Siraj and Deepak Chahar. Which one would you choose? Deepak Chahar gets the nod because of his all-rounder skill. And then a choice between Yuzvinder Chahal or Ashwin. But then they're obsessed with leg spinners. So Chehel may get the nod over Ashwin because of the fact that Ashwin may not fit in their 50-over plans going further. And then Bumrah being the deputy fills himself as part of the team. So this ends episode number 470 on the 17th of January 2022. Stay tuned for the next episode. More awesome content. Tune into the next episode of the weekly show. I will be back with episode number 471 on the 19th of January 2022. And while you wait for the next episode, what should you do? 
you must put these books in your must read books column once again you must put these books in your must read books column <laughs>